0: hello you guys welcome back to my podcast headspace hosted by me christina miller <laughs> sorry i was currently waiting for the dryer to stop making clinking sounds from like the straps in your sweatpants um you might hear a little bit of that but like it's going on right now but please please just ignore it um back at college we got the street noise we got maybe some sirens going on we got the washer dry outside my door so just you know you gotta roll with it with me um but it has been a hot minute and there is good reason for that um I got busy with midterms close to end of midterms why did I say it like that um I got busy with midterms close to the end of February and um beginning of March and then Bay came to visit me after not seeing each other for a while and yeah it's been a minute I apologize for not being here but you know we all got our stuff going on and I had a lot going on um yeah and I know it's something I want to talk about on my podcast because yeah it's a really relevant thing in my life this topic um unfortunately but I hope I can shed some light and some hope to other people who are going through a similar situation and stuff like that so we might as well get a little into it so today's topic is going to be about changing when people around you don't so when you're going through this dryer is so freaking loud <laughs> so when you're going through a change when you're developing as human being and when you're discovering yourself and getting to know who you truly are the deepest core value everything the whole shebang right whatever you want to say is when you are changing and when you are growing as a person and the people around you are not it can be incredibly uncomfortable and I've had many relationships and situations where I've developed as a person and I've worked on myself and the people around me didn't and it affected our relationship a lot um and I'm actually currently going through one of those things right now and it's unfortunate and it's one that was very close to me um I'll get into it a little bit, but I don't want to specify who this person is because for the sake of their privacy, even though in this situation, I don't believe they deserve it. um, That's a little harsh. I mean, right now I'm still fresh. It's a fresh wound. So it just really hurts. But um, out of respect, I am not going to reveal who this person may be. So I'm essentially gonna go through this list. We all know I have a notes in my phone full of topics I want to talk about with you guys and we're just gonna go through each list I made. I haven't looked at this in a minute, so we're just kind of like gonna go what is the right at the top of my head um and then I'm gonna fit in this story I have for you guys in bits and pieces and just other situations where I've had to kind of let go of situations and let go of relationships because they were unhealthy for me um because they were negative and toxic because i was changing which is so bizarre but anyways actually i want to start off with a (laughs) an epiphany i made i mean i already knew this but i've been way too harsh on myself about this so one of the things i've been working on recently is trying to accept that everyone is human and people make mistakes And i know it's like really it sounds like pretty like wow you're really that shallow like no i'm not um i've had a lot of interesting things happen to me that lead to trust issues and that lead to me being unable to form really connected relationships and friendships um and I started thinking about this past year about how I may have been too harsh in judging people and being prejudiced against who can be my friend and who can't because I remember for the longest time I would be very very strategic on who I called my friend you know and that was pretty bad behavior like toxic behavior in my part um for me and for other people because it probably wasn't nice to feel like that in their position and I was just pushing away people who didn't need who didn't need to be pushed away so it was pretty tough but that's one of the things I've been working on I think kind of relates to this too um so I do know that people are not perfect and people make mistakes and people if they're honest about it I think that's what's important if they are honest that they made a mistake I think that's really important and you know That's why forgiveness and apologizing exist, you know? People make mistakes. We're human beings. I make mistakes all the freaking time. So it's important to keep that in mind when you are kind of going through this process of picking and choosing who's positive and negative for your life. All right, so first thing on my list. um, I started to have different goals and dreams not everyone agreed with. I remember when I got into pageants, um, you know, I'm from the south, from Georgia originally. So it wasn't unheard of, obviously, but it was still very much everyone thought like, Oh, you're talking about honey boo boo, you're talking about like really glitz pageants, you're talking about fake hair, fake face, like all this stuff. And that's if you are in pageants or if you know anything about pageants, that's beyond, you know, television and social media, you know for a fact that is not true at all. It is so much more than that, and I can go into that all day. You already know. But I remember when I started doing these things, people around me started to change their attitude on how they viewed me um, and people very close to me. I started to have different goals and dreams that everyone agreed with. And, you know, that kind of hurt. I remember when I, oh my gosh, please be quiet. I remember when I went to my mentor at the time and I told him, I was like, yeah, I actually want to do this instead. And actually part of what I wanted to do was inspired by him and he instantly neglected it he instantly said why would you do that you know he kind of questioned me and he's like dude what and that really hurt because I really looked up to him for his approval and his you know the go ahead which is something I shouldn't have been looking for but I was 16 at the time you know that's I think all you really cared about when you were 16 17 you're really looking for approval and validation from you know your parents your teachers and all that stuff at least that's what I was that's what situation I was in I remember when I started competing in pageants I was dating this one guy now granted I was like 15 in my first pageant um but he wasn't very happy with the idea that I was in a pageant because people would look at me oh no (laughs) needless to say that was a very toxic relationship but it was just one of the oh my gosh this dryer it was just one of the examples for people around me not liking what I was doing you know I really started to get into it and he just wasn't supportive of that at all my friends would get a little weird around me and I remember people just I don't know it was just it was a weird vibe like people would kind of poke fun of it but also just be weird about it I don't even know but And, like, I remember one of my friends admitted to me. They were like, dude, like, I can't, like, I'm kind of jealous that you have all this going for you. I'm like, don't be. I mean, it's just, it's my lane. You have your lane. You know, let's both be great at what we're at. Let's both be, what? Let's both be great at what we're good at, you know? That's what I mean to say. Um, There's no reason to compare yourself to somebody who is not even remotely interested in what you're doing. You know? It's... That's toxic for your own head. Like, don't do that. Um But it was weird because I decided to go outside the bubble and people were like, Uh uh, don't you dare and it was just like a it was a chain reaction. Even my parents at the time were kind of confused and they were like, Well, you always have other options. I'm like, Yeah, I know, but I want this option You know? So that was a little tough to go through, but that wasn't really like the big part of it. Um But I remember the person that's going on recently is they Now, this is a person who should not ever be jealous of me, but they explicitly told me, Christina, I'm incredibly jealous of you and your success that you've had with pageants and all these amazing things that you've done. I'm like, okay, thank you, I think. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do about that, but it almost felt as like a jab at me to stop being who I am. You know, it almost, it did discourage me for a while. It made me feel like, oh, am I doing too much? Am I, you know, am I discouraging you? I don't want to ever make you feel bad. It, I can't control what other people feel. I cannot control other people's emotions, you know? Like I always have in my head, I always say people remember the way you make them feel. That's true. But I, at the end of the day, I can't control how you feel. I can't control what your emotions are. I can't control if you're mad at me, if you're happy for me. Like, I can't control any of that. And that was one of those situations that I was so close to this person that I wanted to help them. I wanted to not make them feel like that. I felt bad. So I had a moment, like a couple of days, where I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Of course, I snapped out of it because, girl, what? <laughs> but I can't believe that I got to the point of being discouraged because someone said, I'm jealous that you have all this. I'm jealous that you can do all this. I'm like... Oh, I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. Like what? I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. That's a weird thing to say. Um, but it's one thing to say like I'm jealous of you, and I and I like, my jealousy is like helping me like try to reach, a level of success, a level of a oh, a level of success that you're at. You know, I, like I'm. Oh my gosh, there's so many people I could say I'm jealous of, but not in a negative way. Like it's not wrong to be um, jealous of somebody if you're jealous of them and it kind of gives you a drive, girl go for it get that drive get jealous get crazy jealous um but when it's in a negative way that's when you try to delve i'm not speaking correctly today english is not working um but when you start using jealousy as a negative way of thinking and saying well they don't deserve that well why am i not like that or like well they should lower their standards so mine makes sense like i i don't know if that makes any sense i think it does I don't think jealousy is a bad thing. I think if it drives you forward towards your goals and your dreams and everything, go for it. Just don't let it get toxic and negative in your head because that's where it turns and doesn't do anything for you. Um, Because when it comes to influencers like on TikTok or pageant girls that I've seen, oh girl, I get jealous of them. Yeah, because I. how does it feel to be living my dream? That's what I think. I think it's so important to have goals and to see girls and say, you know what? I am jealous of you. Not because... I'm not good enough to get to that point but because you're already at that point and I'm trying to get there but I'm gonna keep working until I'm there and yeah like it's a very fine line a very fine line to walk on with jealousy but I mean almost turn jealousy into admiration if that if that what helps you if that's what help you if that is what helps you oh my gosh English is not Englishing for me today but I think that's That's a good thing to keep in mind when, if people start literally just explicitly being like, you know what, I'm jealous of you, like what in the world, but if they mean it in a positive and endearing way, I think that can come across totally different, but this person definitely did not come across as endearing or supportive, they were like, what the heck, I'm jealous of you. you, what, like, I'm jealous you can do all this stuff and I can't. I'm like oh I'm sorry let me just like dumb myself down a little bit so you can feel a little bit better about yourself no girl don't you dare I almost actually didn't almost like girl I could never with this pageants um literally my passion my life um I could never but it it made me question myself it did so for the second thing I wrote I said started to notice how my opinion is different um I think that's just part of growing I'm not sure exactly what I meant by this but It's a part of growing to have different opinions and to form them yourself and come up with, you know, be a problem solver, all this stuff. Like, my opinion's changing all the time because I'm learning, you know? Um, That's part of growing is to, like, learn about yourself, learn about what other opinions are out there so you can form one for yourself and yada, yada, yada. I really don't know where I was going with this point. I think it kind of relates back to the whole, like, people being outwardly expressive and how like they're jealous or how they may view you now and they might say they might have like the old ways i kind of think this is like a like a dystopian kind of situation where like the regular people or like the 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 i don't know how you say it but like you know the society is like no this is how things have always been done should never change yada 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 and then you have that one protagonist of the story and they're like but what if you think of it differently and they're like how dare you say that how dare you even suggest that um like why would you ever think of it differently and then like they realize they're being controlled by a government or like a higher power and like everything's like gone to crap and all that stuff so (laughs) it's like insane um but what I'm saying is as you start to grow into yourself and your person and who you really are, oh my God, I'm so like Zen right now, um, you start to realize you have different opinions and you have different thoughts and you can think for yourself because you are your own identity. Oh my gosh, how insane is that? But it's important to realize that your opinions are going to change and that just because it's your opinion does not mean it's wrong because it's so easy when you're first developing you know, your own personality and your own being, it's so easy to second guess yourself because it isn't what the norm is, you know? Um, I think that's where I was going with that point. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the third one. Oh, made people mad. Oh yeah, here we go. Mentor uh, Mentor got mad. I didn't want to be in the med field anymore. Instead of being happy that I feel more confident in my career choice, I remember being nervous to tell him. So, like I said before, I used to want to be in the medical field. I used to want to be a pediatric surgeon, actually, um, just because I grew up in a school system where everyone was going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a surgeon or something in, like, the high-paying ranks and lots of school, all this stuff, right? But I realized I didn't want to waste – not waste, but I didn't want to spend all that time in school and paying off debt and all this stuff. I wanted to really just kind of get in my career, Right. And then once I started competing on pageants and I got more passionate about it, I kind of realized, like, you know what? I love, you know, doing a life coach kind of aspect. I love doing, you know, I just love this so much. Why not make it my full career? So mentorship is a big thing of mine. I've always been a mentor, like, ever since I was 11 or 12. Like, that's when I started teaching karate. I've always been a mentor-type figure. I love being a leader. I love being this type of figure in people's lives, I like changing people's lives, and I like helping people, that was my number one thing, when I was thinking about careers when I was younger too, I always wanted to help people, so this kind of just involved everything, and I had an epiphany, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, this is amazing, but I remember immediately thinking, my parents are not going to like this, my mentor is not going to like this, because it's not safe, I guess you know it's not like the safe route to go because I am in the business industry, entrepreneurship. Yes, um, I'm trying to think of other cringy things to say. I mean, yeah, entrepreneurship, but it's it was hard for me to get over that fear, you know. And I think when it comes to any change in your life, when other people are so used to the norm, and the norm at that time was like doing something safe, um, pharmacy, med school. Being a lawyer, being a doctor, being a surgeon, being somebody in engineering or chem or something like that, that were those were all safe options for people in my like in my vicinity and like my peers people in my vicinity, what? <laughs> in my peers. So me choosing a route that I was actually passionate about that didn't really align with everyone else's, you know, beliefs when it came to what you do after school, it freaked people in my life who were close to me a little bit out. You know, like, it like freaked them out a little bit. They're like, girl, that's not safe what you doing can't guarantee you money yada 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 but I've always been one that I want to have a career that I actually love so I have never worked a day in my life you know that saying like that is what I want and I couldn't see myself loving and having a passion for being a surgeon or being in the medical field um because I do want to live off well like I do want to like you know I like nice things So I already knew that I wanted a good paying job, but all the other good paying well, most of the other good paying jobs that I haven't explored yet, I wasn't truly passionate about. So I took a step back when we were thinking about like careers and stuff in high school, and I was like, you know what? This is what I really want to do. And again, it's always I think this is a relatable story for like a lot of people because this is like one of the top things that you know you might change, and other people don't agree with because, like I said. Some things are safe, some things are not. Some things are more like they're more risky, they are more, you know, school years, it's more money spent. Like it's everything's a risk once you get into college and start thinking about careers, at least it can be. Um, but it's Yeah. So I was always scared of making people mad, which I shouldn't be. And that's what's that's something I've I don't know, it's kinda of mixed up now. But that's also something I've been learning through therapy now is, like, kind of, you can't control other people's emotions. And, like, I've been so used to that growing up because I thought I always had to with the way I was raised. Because when I was younger, and I'm not ever going to, like, throw my parents, bro, this dryer. Do y'all hear this? Okay. Anyways, I would never throw my parents under the bus. But, you know, no one's parents are perfect. Everyone messes up um and one of the things that was part of my childhood is that if i did something wrong i was almost shunned i was you know ignored and i was like my parents were mad at me if i did something wrong if i made a mistake so in order for me to control their emotions i had to always not make a mistake and that was hard for a kid to do because you're still learning you know there wasn't really any leeway for when it comes to like making mistakes because I just have to know like recently I actually had somebody rear end me but we were at like a stop light like we were going no more than 10 miles per hour um but my dad he helps me you know get the insurance claim and everything like that but while we're talking on the phone with this lady she he's like she's never done this before like well blah, blah, blah. I was like well yeah I've never done this before I'm literally almost 20 this is the first like quote-unquote car accident I've been in like what do you expect of course I don't know how to do this but he acts like I should already know how to do this when I've never done it before I've never been taught how to do it before so it was that kind of like give and take when it came to you know my parents being upset with me or mad at me if I did something wrong or made a mistake because I didn't know any better what else do you want me to do so that was like one of the things so me coming up with a career that wasn't safe it was a little scary to present to my parents but it didn't go as bad as I thought it would so it's okay um the next point I want to talk about is I learned to prioritize what made me happy versus what made other people happy um yeah it says here I put in parentheses that's what I was raised to do um I don't know where I got that from because that was false like I just told you that story um But, yeah, I'm still learning how to do that. But it's important to, when you start being independent and when you start making decisions for yourself and careers and your life and relationships and stuff like this, and when you're making these changes, the only thing it's changing for is you. Like, of course, your changes and your decisions are going to affect people around you, but does that really matter? And you should be saying no because it's your decision it's your life like I thought for the rest of my life that I was going to live to impress my parents and some people do some people do live the rest of their life to impress their parents to make sure that they have support from their family and that they can't you know do like they literally cannot do anything else except impress their parents get support from their family yada 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 right but I didn't like being uncomfortable and I didn't. <laughs> the dryer. So sorry. Um, I didn't like being in this uncomfortable position and being so passionate about what I really wanted to do when it came to anything in relationships in my life and other things. And when I was changing as a human, I was so passionate about that. I didn't want to let it go just because I was scared my family wouldn't like it or people in my life wouldn't agree or anything like that. It's so important. And I feel like I hear this kind of speech countless amount of times, but I don't know, it still doesn't get in people's heads. Like, the thing is, I know other people don't have a choice because sometimes they're financially supported by their family, so if they cut ties, that also means their financial support is cut. Like, I know there's, like, other things tying things down when it comes to family dynamics, whether it's toxic or not, or relationships, whether it's toxic or not. Like, there's always something like I understand not everyone has the freedom to decide to get up and leave whenever they want to completely change their life however they want to do it you know and that's that's so sad and that's like the kind of toxic world that I think a lot of people deal with more than we think at least than I think you know I don't know I I sometimes appreciate that I can be naive at times because I think it kind of protects me on the reality of everything Um, but at the same time, I'm also always, like, dreading everything. So, like, what? (laughs) Mental health. Am I right? Um, but, I don't know. No matter what age you are, it's always admirable to all of a sudden just choose you. Because at some point, you you, you gotta choose. You gotta choose you, boo. You gotta choose you. This sounds so cheesy. Um, but I feel so, and I've recently decided to... Fully, a hundred percent. Maybe ninety nine point nine. Um, sorry. Um, but like pretty much fully choose me. And I've been keeping my peace, you know? My peace has been kept. We are good. I am secure. And of course every once in a while something weird pops up like recently, but I've been keeping my peace, we're good. And if it calls for some dramatic change in your life that is not considered normal or whatever, then you gotta do it. You know, it's it's so difficult. Like I I don't even know. I'm like talking about the situation without trying to talk about the situation, but without trying to reveal what it is. Oh, it's so confusing. Um but at the end of the day, it's important to choose you. No matter what kind of thing is tying you down, if you can get away from it, please do. I don't know. It feels so simply said, but I feel like I have to exaggerate so much more so i get through some people's heads because i don't know i'm like i feel like i'm talking to my past self you know i'm trying to like hammer into my skull like this idea that just choose you and everything will work out just take the risk but i know it's so hard to take these risks i know what it can cost you i know what it can feel like how risky it could feel i i know that's why it took me forever to actually fully commit to just saying screw it i'm just gonna go full in all me all me baby it took a good minute, but I did it. So, woo! Little happy dance. Um, and then the last two points I made were, I didn't like how I was being treated, so I then raised my standards for how I want to be treated. So, this is actually something I'm currently doing in therapy because, over the last couple years, I've been growing into the person I am. I'm growing into the young adult and personality that I want to be. And growing into my career, I'm at college. I'm I have an amazing relationship and. I make decisions for myself and, you know, I didn't always make these decisions for myself, right? So I've gone through a lot of changes, a lot of changes in the past couple years, especially in college. Um, I think that first year just hit me real hard. I may tell the story of my first year eventually, but it's still kind of fresh, um, for the people involved. So I'm, I don't think I'm going to talk about that until later. I was, Frustrated with how I was being treated by friends and relationships and, you know, family too. I was tired of it. So I put my foot down and I tried to mend relationships in my family that I think could be mendable. And I try to, like, you know, redefine what my relationship looks like, especially with my parents. You know, I wanted to not reinvent it, but I wanted to reinforce it, if that makes sense. I wanted to have more. I wanted to have a stronger connection with my parents because I could talk about my parents like for full pod, like a full episode. Um, But growing up, I didn't have that big of a connection with them because I had nannies from literally when I first, you know, was adopted to sixth grade. Yeah, I had nannies every single year in and out. My parents worked and I had to reintroduce myself to a nanny every year. Every year and a half, and that was really hard to do. So, me and my parents weren't really strongly connected because I had a lot of first experiences with nannies, like the zoo or the aquarium or like the park, or like good bonding moments where I was able to be taught something when I was at a young age, an impressionable age. And those were spent with a nanny and not my parents. So, there's a little bit of disconnect with me and my family. This dryer. We're on a serious topic. Can you, like, please stop? No? Are you going to be like that? Oh. Oh. Okay, thank you. Um, But I was, in the past year, I've been trying to reconnect and refurbish a relationship with my parents in a way that I would see it, but unfortunately, I think it is too late. Um, I mean, there are ways, as I'm getting older, that me and my parents are connecting more, of course, but the initial connection that I see a lot of my friends have isn't, I don't think it's possible at the stage we're at, which is sad, and it's really complicated and complex, like, it's not like, oh, Christina, just go talk to them, I can't, you know, my parents, they don't listen, they don't, they, you can't just, like, strike up a conversation like that with them, and if you do, it's very surface level, you know, so, I feel like a lot of people can relate more than I think. Um, actually, I have a good friend right now who I opened up to about this recently. She's like, dude, I can relate. I'm like, wow. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I feel, you know, a little bit more connected to you now that you can actually relate to this, you know? But that's all part of, like, the whole, like, I don't like the way I'm being treated. I don't like the way that people are treating me, so I raise my standards. And as I raised my standards, my I think my friends got the idea that I was because... I wouldn't deal with random crap anymore. I wasn't going to like drop everybody then and there and be like, okay, new slate, new paper, new chapter. Let's just start over. No, I just kind of fixed my act about what I expected from people, what I would tolerate, what I wouldn't. And I think me and my friends have had the best relationship we ever had. And these are friends I made in freshman year of college, right? So you can, you don't have to drop everything and everything, anything and everything. Oh my gosh, everything and everything. Um, you don't have to drop anything and everything in order to be successful at rekindling who you are as a person and changing because I think a big reason why these people stayed my friends is because they understood that I was human. They understood that I was changing and they accepted it. They didn't try to say, girl, what are you doing? Like, what you what you trying to do you trying to be crazy no they accepted it and that's what makes them good friends too because they accepted it but they're also going through changes themselves so of course they understand and that's the kind of emotional maturity i want in a friendship and these friends have that which i think is great and that's why we're still connected now um and through that i've been able to make more friends so everything's kind of working out you know we're kind of kind of slaying a little bit you know oh it's kind of fun but recently I've had to momentarily pause. I want to say pause, but you never know what may happen. Pause a relationship that I've had. Um, because I had asked certain standards from them. I've been very like, hey, can we do this? Can we X, y, Z? I ask for these standards. Can you meet my standards? They say yes don't meet them ask for it again saying hey like just checking in like have them met my standards like can we do that because like i need this relationship to work like like if this relationship works i want this to be the relationship you know i want us to have a good relationship and this is what i this is what i mean you know i want to have weekly check-ins like i want to make sure you're good right did not hold the standard again i've been trying at this relationship for a whole year now and they did not They did not give me the same effort I was putting into the relationship. So the next time that, you know, I brought it up, said, hey, what's going on? They immediately was like, sorry, that was, they immediately were like, sorry, I apologize. I know what I did wrong. And I'm like, okay, but then why'd you do it? You know, it was really, and they had done this over and over again. They would apologize, called themselves out for what they did, said they would be better, weren't better. And at this point I was tired, I was done, I was offended, I was sad, I was mad, I was all the feelings, like I was so upset about this because I told them how much I want this relationship to work and why it's so important for me that it works and they would tell me the exact same thing and for it to just keep failing and failing and failing, I felt like I was being led on over and over again, I felt stupid, I was like, what in the world is this? So I eventually confront them and they would say X, Y, Z and I say, "Hmm." um lies I would flat out just say mm, I don't believe that and this is why give my ed- evidence for why I don't believe that give me a little sign and say well here's another excuse to say oh no no not true either and it's it's not me just saying like I don't believe you that's not true it's like oh like I don't have time I'm like okay we well, have time for this other thing that you've been telling me about I'm like oh well like I didn't I don't want to talk to you about this because I wasn't in the mood. I'm like, okay, but you're always in the mood to talk to this other person. Like and I'm like, the common denominator in the situation is me. So I literally asked them straight up, I'm not kidding, I asked them, Am I a priority in your life or not? And they said no. Flat out just no. Nothing else. And that was a clear sign for me to just be like, Wow. Well, that's an obvious you know slap in the face like that hurt and I didn't talk to them for a while after that and I was like you know what I don't I'm gonna think about this so brought it up to my therapist and I was like I don't know what to do with this information they're very close to me I've worked so hard for this relationship the ball's in their court if they want to come to me about this honestly at this point I don't I really don't know what else to do and they're like you know what Good point. You said that it, the ball's in their court because it absolutely is. If they want to rekindle it, and of course it's still in your court because you've been making the effort. But at this point, you can decide whether to just let it go. Maybe rekindle it later on when they're ready, if they aren't right now. Which they don't seem they are. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. They said they were, but I'm confused. Um, you can just give it a pause right now. Maybe come back later to it and just give them their space. Or you can... Clearly, give them say, Hey, I'm feeling like this when you don't do this. I feel like this when you do this. I'm like, Okay, I did that. I keep doing that. And it's not changing anything. They're like, Well, just kind of weigh all your options and just think about it and see what happens. So, within that time of me thinking about whether I pursue, whether I keep pursuing this relationship or not, I had pretty much already swung to the side of, You know, I'm going to give them their space. They can do whatever they want maybe they need to do some growing or something like that like it's okay by the way this is the person that I was talking about earlier who just blatantly was like I'm jealous of you and it made me feel belittled like it made me feel like I had to belittle myself so I didn't make them feel bad because that's how much I care about this person so within this time of me making a decision for what I do about this relationship and what I do moving forward I come to find out that They were involved in a lie that happened around a year and a half ago that led me to letting go of my best friend at the time. Best friend of six years at the time. They were the reason I had let this friendship go. And they had lied to me that whole time, telling me they weren't worth it. They're such a butt for being how the way they were, feeding me all these lies and reinforcing that I thought it was them the whole time who betrayed me when it really was this person I'm trying to rekindle a relationship with. I know it's kind of vague because I really don't want to give hints as to who in my life is involved, but the amount of betrayal I had from that just hurt. And the way I found it out was through a trusted source. Don't worry, it was actually one of my good friends from home. And they showed me this text from this person, my ex-best friend of six years, saying, no, they're the problem. I just wanted to protect their relationship. So I took the blame. And I was like, what? So I called this person up and I told them that I actually talked to the person, to my ex-best friend, when I really hadn't. But I know this person, and this is another red flag. I had already noticed this person, this relationship in my life that I've been trying to mend. They lie to me all the time. Like, they tell me things that they think I want to hear just to get me to shut up. You know? And make me feel better. And they've told me that before. They've admitted to me that, that before. So, me being smart. I pretend that I've already talked to my ex-best friend and that they admitted to me what they had done, my relationship that I'm trying to fix. So, I call him on the phone. Long phone call. I was upset. I was very mad. I never once was unreasonable. Did I raise my voice? Absolutely, I did. I was mad. But I was never once unreasonable And trying to blame them for so many other things, right? I stuck to the topic and stuck to everything else. And I was just so upset. But they instantly tried to turn it on me. And got upset that, I don't know why. They just got upset that I was calling them about it. And then I kept catching them in lies through the phone call and contradicting themselves. And at the end of the call, I got what I needed. I got the answer that I knew was already true. I just needed them to come for it, because, <laughs> y'all, when a girl or anybody, usually women, because we're smart like that, when a woman comes to you and asks you a question that you probably don't want them to know the answer to, they probably already know, so you better tell the truth, or else you look even worse. Let's just say that. Mm. And they know this. They know this type of rule. Oh my gosh, it's drier, y'all. <laughs> and they know this. Let's just say that. They know this. So, I... And then I told them, I was like, you let me cry to you when I was in pain about this ex-friendship that I've had for six years. And you let them take the blame, one. And you just sat there and kept telling me, yeah, they suck. Like, they're awful. Like, what a, what a piece of garbage. Like, all this stuff. And you never once maybe thought in the last year and a half to tell me the truth. Because I guarantee if they told me the truth right then and there, I would be so much less mad than I was like a week or two ago, you know, I was so mad and it broke, it broke my heart. Like I, that's a little dramatic. Um, it, it gave me a pit in my stomach. I was so upset about this and hung up the phone. And at that point I was like, okay, well, that's my decision. I'm going to leave them be they can do whatever they want because I've been putting myself, I've been jeopardizing my mental health, myself, my work, my hard work into mending this relationship and they can't even satisfy a couple things that I wanted from them. I'm still confused because I don't know why they would lie about this. I mean I have some theories but like it, it just doesn't make any sense to me and i it sucks like this really sucks like so that's what I've been going through the past couple weeks but yeah so for the past couple like weeks I've been trying to pull myself together because I I was stressing I was stressing about this relationship because that's when it started going downhill and then this happened and I think that was kind of my closure or the conclusion I needed to kind of pick myself back up you know back in the gym I'm back to take care of myself my room's still a little bit messy but we're gonna clean that up tomorrow um but it it was hard it was really hard yeah so it's kind of like a moral to think for my last point I was talking about when you are going through these changes and when you're changing as a person for the better do it do it for you But you're going to do things that make people mad and make people jealous and make people upset for whoever knows. Like, the people you want in your life, they should be happy that you're discovering yourself, that you're making changes, that you're growing as a person. They should be happy for you. And I found those people that were happy for me. And I found people that are happy for me that I am being successful. And that is so truly endearing to actually have that feeling that people are actually happy for what I'm doing because I haven't had that in a while until I changed my standards for how I was being treated and once you do change your standards you're gonna get hurt people are gonna get hurt things are gonna change relationships are gonna change but once you set those standards in your head in place once it's all settled down from the dust storm right once it's all settled down everything's gonna be so much more clear everything's going to make sense. I mean, my dust storm's still settling, girl. Like, <laughs> don't worry. Still settling. But everything's going to be much more clear, make much more sense. It's just going to It's going to make sense. And I already know that it's going to make sense because I've already made so much progress in raising my standards and reaching for my goals and having people in my life, having people in my life who actually support my goals and support my dreams and support my own success rather than being jealous or being mean about it and trying to dumb me down and dim my light instead I have people that make it shine brighter that's such a cheesy metaphor oh gosh I'm so sorry um but that's what you need in your life that's what you really need in order to move forward and grow even more and it's it's a hard thing to do to raise your standards and let some people go and I'm not saying that I'm letting this person go but for now I am and I'm still you know it's a fresh wound I still don't know what I want from this person. I still don't know if I want to rekindle their relationship later on in life or whether that's even going to happen because, by the way, they never apologized. Never apologized. Never texted me saying, hey, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Never gave me a call back. There was no effort. Even after all that, there was absolutely no effort. So, in my opinion, they got some stuff to figure out. They got some growing to do before they can reach out to me and really succeeded our relationship but for now not my problem gotta let it go this drive is driving me crazy i should have filmed this earlier today i'm so sorry y'all but yeah that's my two bajillion cents in this kind of topic um i got my story across i got my point across but yeah it's a hard thing to do when you're changing and other people around you aren't but just know you're not alone we're almost together i mean yeah but like i think advice for when you're changing and other people aren't is like it's kind of like moving to moving out of high school and going to college find friends that are in the same interest as you say you say you're really tired of your health habits say you are so fed up with not going to the gym not eating right instead of hanging out with people that are (laughs) kind of helping those habits find somebody who will help push you out of your comfort zone maybe go to the gym be like yo how are you my name's so-and-so you want to be workout buddies i don't know that's a little intimidating for me too like i don't know about that one um but find people with common interests and maybe find someone like in your class and you're like you're like hey i noticed you know you carry your shaker bottle with you which uh, is like protein shake i'm assuming like i'm assuming you work out like you go to the gym like i was wondering if you could give me some advice or Maybe we can hit the gym sometime, like, whatever. Like, find people in the niche you're trying to go after, you know? If you're trying to go after the hustle life, find people in that niche. Because they're going to help bring the best out of you in that side of whatever you're trying to go for. Um, If you want to spend more time studying in school, say you have really bad study habits and you want to fix those. Spend more time with people who have the habits you're trying to strive for, you know? It's like you... It's like that saying, like, you spend time with four smokers in a room, you're going to be the fifth. If you spend time with four A students, you're going to become the fifth. It's that kind of saying. So when you're trying new things, when you're trying to grow as a person, get out of your comfort zone, try to find people who can, you know, help you through that path, if that makes sense. <laughs> right? Um, I mean, you don't have to. You can do a lot of it on your own if you want. I mean, it's lonely, but you can do it. Um Yeah. Or if you're having a tough time, if it's, like, a lot of mental stuff you're going through, go see a therapist. Say, hey, girl. Or, hey, man. Got some issues. Want to help me? You know? Like, use your resources. Be smart. Um, And I always... I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what? Therapy? Sometimes it isn't for everyone, but I also think it's for everybody. Like, I think you don't have to be mentally unstable to have a therapist. Like, you can like I'm very mentally stable most of the time um sometimes I have have my moments but it's important to help have somebody to help navigate your life especially with these super complex situations I'm dealing with I need somebody else's opinion especially someone else's professional opinion and what's like you know ethically right and ethically wrong ethically right and ethically wrong and you know all that stuff I need somebody else's you know two cents professionally to be like no you're in the right spot or like girl you need to fix this or (laughs) someone else um it's really been helpful so if you're mentally trying to change go see a therapist or go see a trusted adult or friend or something like that um but yeah use your resources be very wise and don't be upset if you're changing and somebody doesn't like it because girl it's gonna feel terrible now it's gonna feel weird and awkward and gross and bleh but think about what it's gonna feel like in a year or two weeks or 2 months or 2 years or 200 years, I don't know. Um but just keep that in mind. Keep the future in mind when you're changing and trying to grow. Like that's the same thing for like working out. I don't know. I just worked out, so like I'm thinking about this. <laughs> um think about like, you know, one day in the gym, you're not going to see results. One year in the gym, girl, you can see results. But consistency is key. Same thing with life. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of just going on a tangent right now, so I'm going to wrap this up, but I hope somebody else got some insight for what I was talking about, and I hope the dryer wasn't too annoying, and I hope I wasn't too jumbly and rambly with my, you know, whatever, and I hope you didn't hear my tummy rumble because I need to go eat dinner, Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, your week, whatever you're going to be doing this week, you got it, and if you've been recently thinking about making that change, whatever it may be, small, big, wide, skinny, I don't know, you should do it just go after it, I mean, here I go on another tangent, life's too short, okay, that's it, it's a short tangent, get it, because life's too short, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go now, we're done for today, but I appreciate you listening, stay tuned, I'm back, baby, sorry I've so long, so sorry, um, but yeah, I'll see you guys next time on my podcast headspace, <laughs> goodbye.